He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. We're back here on Hack City. Joe DeLeo and Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. We finished up our conference preview episodes. If you missed all of them, we started with the FCS all the way up to the SEC. Again, if you missed any of those, go ahead and check those out. And as you know, folks, this is a show where we have uh, not just a focus on the big conferences, the big teams. We are true nerds of the sport, and we offer insight from FCS to FBS. So today's episode, we're kicking off a series where we're going to be talking about every single position group in all of college football. Uh, breaking down our players that we think are going to have big seasons in 2023 for the Power Five, the G5, and the FCS. All that coming up on today's show. Sean, how are we doing? Frustrated. Today? Very frustrated with the video game. MLB The Show what do you mean? is so hard. It is so difficult. And I'm just... What are you playing, I'm playing on? playing on... I think I'm only on Rookie right now. Doing a Diamond Dynasty. I like it. I like everything about it. But it's there's times okay. where I sit here and I have to tell myself and validate myself, hey, you've been playing Madden for 20, literally 20 years you've been playing Madden. You can't pick this game up, stupid. And I, I, I tell you, when I check swing, when I, for some reason, for God, I don't, I never want to check swing. There's never a time where I want to check swing. And when I check swing, I want to throw my controller through my TV. I have, I haven't been this Oh, it's because you're not holding the so, button. Somehow down. my timing, I got an 88 Sammy Sosa, and all he does is check swing, check swing, check swing, strikeout. Because you, you're not, you have to hold the button down. You can't just, I used to do this when I, for the first like day I played it three years ago, I kept tapping it. And I'm like, why am I, I not know. swinging? Why do I, I know? I, I know I have to, you have to I know hold I have to down. hold the button down, but sometimes it, I, it, it seems like, like it's a fast reaction type situation and it doesn't hold down as much and it comes more of a tap. And I'm like, I didn't want to do that. I had a good, it was a good swing. It was right where the, my PCI was exactly where she should be. And then it's a check swing. And I want to, I want to throw a Jody Leone video game tantrum. Sounds like your fat fingers can't. Don't worry about my fingers and, they, and they're girth. I can't believe we found a video game that that I am significant. And I'm bad at MLB The Show. I'm really bad at MLB The Show. But I am surprised that we have found a video game that I'm vastly better at. Than I think more. I would beat you. No, there's Can I get a week? No I shot. think next week the, I beat you. The, no, 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 no. It's going to take you months to. There is. It is one of the few games, which is why I kind of like it. It is one of the few games that they're are so many different talent gaps between difficulties there are so many different gaps like my buddy plays on the difficulty just slightly ahead of me and every time i've played him online or he's uh, you know i've played him in in my apartment it, like 16 to nothing like is well, how you bad don't know how to pitch me. i know how to there pitch. Is, like, I, I know i like i i no, i'm a better no, pitch i'm actually no. a better pitcher. Well, yeah than i here. think everyone is it's easier but i know i understand pitch theory i understand eye level I understand where to set up a breaking ball and how to get a bite. I think you're just hitting a, putting a pitch right down the middle or far, or low and away and hoping that, that they 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 swing a miss. Yeah, keep that energy when I when I launch a uh, hundred mile hour fast. Everyone throws a hundred in this hit. game. Everyone throws a hundred. I'm gonna no 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 no. I'm throwing it right at your oh, head oh, every oh, single okay. pitch. Good. Yeah, yeah let's sure. let, let's keep that same energy. Um, I'm not backing off a plate. All right, Sean. Amount. I'm not. Good. Uh, Sean, let's, uh, before we continue on with this video, I just want to tell you folks about an exciting new partnership that we have with this channel. 
with Underdog Fantasy. Ever since I joined, I've been having so much fun. There are so many different exciting games that make watching games during the offseason more exciting. I'm not the biggest basketball fan, but it has made it way more entertaining since I found Underdog Fantasy. And my favorite game to play so far, which I think you should try out, is Pick'em. It is so easy to play. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite player stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it simple. With their easy-to-use website and mobile apps, pick between two and five players to fill out your Pick'em slip, get every pick right, and take home some cold, hard cash. Use code HACK, H-A-C-K, HACK, like the name of this channel. Use code HACK to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Go sign up. You won't regret it. You're going to have a blast. Check out Underdog Fantasy. I also want to tell you folks about our other reoccurring sponsor that we have on this channel, that being BetOnline, betonline betonline.ag, which has all the updated odds, news, and anything for sports betting. It's my go-to source for when I want to be betting specifically on games. I love betting on college basketball or the NBA, uh, especially, again, during the offseason. Always looking for more fun ways to be uh, focused in on some of these other sports. It's betonline.ag and use promo code BELIEVE50. It's promo code BELIEVE50 to get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Let's get into it. Let's talk about these quarterbacks. I want to start us out with the F or sorry, with the power five. We're going to give two each for each category. We're going to run through these. Um, your first pick for the power five, by the way. So I have to preface this. No Caleb Williams. That's, no that's, that's bull. That stinks. It's, it's, it's understandable because we could sit here and talk about them for 30 minutes and that would be the whole show. And I think every freaking show is sitting here talking about one guy won the Heisman. One guy is going to be a top two pick or could win the Heisman this year. Like let's, let's move on. We already know who they are. Let's try to have some projection here. Let's try to be a little creative. We're smart enough to know some of these guys that aren't the big name, easy picks. So who is your Spencer Rattler, South Carolina, you picked all these people to spite you. I didn't me. What's do it to reason? spite you. I didn't do it to spite you. I think he's maturing. I think he is maturing. And that means a lot to me for the quarterback position. When he when he started, okay. You know, it's a little it was, it was iffy. Uh he seemed a little bit temperamental. Obviously, there's clips from him in AAU ball or high school where he, where he didn't seem like he was a, a fantastic teammate. Okay. Yes, cool. yes, and I was very anti that. I was anti the, the 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 tool Spencer Rattler. He's been hit with some adversity. He's been, I believe, humbled to this point. Whereas last year, you need me to make a big time throw. I gotcha. I'm Spencer Rattler. I still have a really good arm. I can still throw on the run. Now this year, we know you can do that, pal. Just work inside the system. You're gonna be good. You're gonna win more games this year, Spencer Rattler. I'm projecting a much better year. I'm not going to sit here and do the Joe DeLeon bit where every quarterback that I talk about is a Heisman candidate. I'm not saying he will be, but he's going to be, he's going to look much better this year. I'm almost certain of it. Oh, first of all, one of my picks is not a Heisman candidate. Spencer rather horrendously terrible mm-hmm. pick. Look, we we've done, we've done this twice now. Spencer Rattler, when he was at Oklahoma and then now South Carolina, he's a couple good games and everyone geeks out over him. There's all this potential with him. Look, he's got a big arm. He was a highly recruited kid. I don't see any level of composure and consistency from him that I can buy into him. I also, what irks me is you're talking about like stay in the system. 
what offensive systems do they have that's so exciting that is going to set him up for tremendous success? They don't success? have one. On top He's of the, the exciting fact, part. His best running back and his tight end, Jaheim Bell, left. I, I don't th- – this team is not that good. It is overhyped, and it all starts at Spencer Rattler. He is going to crap the bed in a couple of games, and then we're going to come right back down to reality. I hate doing this bit with him because he is so overrated. He's been overrated since he was a recruit. He was overrated when he was at Oklahoma. He's overrated now at South Carolina. Nah, he's going to have a great season, Joe. He's going to have a great season. And you know what? I'll I'll be the sucker this year. I'll be I will knowingly be the sucker. But right now, I'm kind of excited. Yeah, it's not the first time sure. you're a sucker. Uh, my my first pick I want to throw out there, Cam Ward. So we are formerly primarily an FCS pod, and we talked a lot about Cam Ward when he was at Incarnate Word. Incarnate Word's Ward, Incarnate Ward's Ward is how we used to call it. Uh, he transfers up to Wazoo. His head coach comes with him as the offensive coordinator. He has since left to take over at Texas State. But the thing with Cam Ward and where there is just so many NFL evaluators and those who pay close attention to college football, why all those people are just salivating is because of the the, the stupid arm talent that he brings to the position. And I, I've seen multiple levels of progression from him on a year-to-year basis. He put up some stupid, silly stats two years ago. He comes to Washington State, and it, it's a huge step up. It's in a year where there's all of these battles for prominence. It's one of the most competitive years ever in the Pac-12, and this upcoming season is going to be even more competitive. We're all talking about Bo Nix. We're all talking about Michael Penix, and I've felt fallen victim to that. And we're going to talk about one of those other guys in a second. But Cam Ward, I think, has all of the talent that if this offseason went well, he can be in that conversation as not only a highly draftable player, but a top 10 quarterback at the end of the season in all of college football. And he deserves the recognition because he's just, again, goofy, silly talent that he brings to the position. I think Cam Ward's a good quarterback. I think uh, because you were able to do a um, a repetition of consonants with Incarnate, War- Incarnate Words Ward, it made you like the bits. You like bits. And he had a good bit okay. when he was at Incarnate Word. Now, what is it? Wazoo's Ward? Like, what, what, what are we looking for? Oh, I'm just sitting here trying to, trying to trying to think even... about what the next bit is. Uh, so I, I think if we're talking about suckers, you get suckered into that pretty easily. No, 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 no. I get suckered into good talent. Oh, God. I think Cameron Ward's a good talent. I think he is. And I think he uh, showed it when he was at the FCS level. And I think he's going to show it in the Pac-12. It's going to be good. The Pac-12, not playing a ton of defense. Go ahead. Play your seven on seven. Get after it. I know Washington's got some dudes. Washington has some dudes on defense. Cool. Oregon's got a couple dudes on defense. Cool. But for the most part, no one's really terrified of a Cal defense. Are you t- are you scared of an Arizona defense, Joe, for either of the teams? No. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have a field day. He's going to do he's going to go BOB all, all, all year. Uh so that, that it'll be fun. Cameron Ward, I'm not I I'm not uh I'm not knocking it. That's a fine selection. And the back 12 is stacked this year. They're stacked at quarterback. I think it's the best conference. It's the best quarterbacks. It's the best conference for quarterbacks this year 
Yes, ah, this year. This I mean, year. Top, top to bottom, there's someone on every team you can get excited about. That's why my next guy, Pac-12, mm. Bo Nix, showed me something last year, got me excited, made me feel something for the guy that I never felt before he was at Oregon. I, before Oregon, I've seen here, what, what, uh, are you going to do it? Are you ever going to do it here? Are you are you going to make the step? No. Okay, let's go out west. Are you going to make the step? Now I can do it. Now I can function. Now I can maneuver and move and run and sling the thing. Good. Bo Nix, still expecting more. Expecting Bo Nix to be a Heisman candidate. Ex- not expecting him to win. He's got two guys ahead of him that are, are, are almost lockboxes beforehand. But he's going to have a crazy season. He's going to have another crazy season. And he became a blueprint. DJU, follow that blueprint. If you're, if you're struggling in the SEC or the ACC or somewhere else, go to the Pac-12. Get refreshed. Offenses are different there. Coaching is different there. Vibes are different there. Go do that. Be better there, which he was and it will continue to be. So his ability to, to not just flame out earned a ton of points with me, a ton of points, and he mm. still won football games. It wasn't, oh, I'm just the best player at a G5, and then I'm going to go to the combine and then maybe become a fifth-round pick. No, it's, hey – I'm going to the Pac-12. I'm going to ball out, and then I'm going to be regarded as a high. I'm going to be regarded much better. So, perseverance, endurance, talent, being able to be unlocked. Bonix had all those three, and that's why I'm very excited. I mean, Pac-12 football. I'm going to watch a ton of this year, a ton. Yeah, I admittedly was one of the biggest Bonix haters out there. He was god Just, yes. awful, scrambled. In his- in his last year at Auburn, he was in a system that was just not playing to his abilities. And he comes to Oregon. The first game was just disgustingly bad. And I thought, like, oh, this is the same guy that we all knew. He should get benched eventually. There's a couple guys in the wings that could take over for him. But what ends up happening is that he reels it in. It is a much more composed version of Bo Nix. And I think that we are starting to see a, a, um, a guy who's not – NFL explosive talent. Like, I I think he's fine. I think he's a really, really good college quarterback. I think he kind of fits into that Sam Hartman category that he can just put up a lot of touchdowns, a lot of yards, win your team football games, and help your team get ahead. And he outplays that expectation. Like, Sam Hartman did that at Wake Forest. He outplayed expectation, put up a bunch of statistics that were fantastic for him. So I think that Bo Nix this year is going to be another step for him. I picked him. Uh, as one of my guys for the Doak Walker Award when we did that on the first team. My other pick, though, is in the Big 12, in the Big 10, rather, J.J. McCarthy from Michigan. And I am very in on what Michigan's going to do this year, which pains me to say because I am a big Michigan hater as a Notre Dame fan. They could run the table and go undefeated. And a lot of it is going to come down to what J.J. McCarthy does. He is one of the few guys in the country that has his entire supporting cast coming back in terms of his offensive line, most of his receivers, and then both of his star running backs. I think that J.J. McCarthy has it in him, and it's going to be unlocked even further. We saw flashes of it. We know that he can get there. It's not like we're purely speculating, but a lot of times when guys show flashes, eventually the consistency kicks in after that following offseason, and I think he can be really good. He can, not this year. He's not going to do it this year. You're just mad at my I shit on your stuff. No, right no, now. I'm not. I'm not. I thought that was fair. Hey, you're, you're, no, no, you're, no, no, no. 
what are we eight years old <laughs> are we eight years old trying to do we're playing we're playing radio in a cardboard box uh, uh, no, no, no. that's a, that's a great response to me actually <laughs> defending your rationale about the spencer rattler take jj mccarthy is still a doofus and i saw a comment that that was left on the last big 10 show oh well, did this guy even watch the games oh what are you talking about he puts the ball in danger he does he puts the ball in. you watch watch him watch the the tape the highlights the highlights the touchdown passes nerve-wracking it's a bad throw clearly, and and clearly clearly haven't watched spencer rattler if, if you don't get yeah, lay off my boy doesn't lay off him. look i'm just okay. no you got your own beef with south carolina and the fans because they came after you one time you're you're spiteful and that affects your analysis it sean in a six-month span i th- like this is like the past year i've really dove into the college football media landscape half of the sec fan bases have come after me like in full force so i i don't care i I don't care i don't hold any grudges i do hold some but actually i do hold a lot of grudges uh sean g5 though i know that you're gonna hate some of these picks that i have um again you're playing into the bits but what's what's your what's your first one here with with uh the Here's G5. the thing. I'm not, pl- I don't hate your picks. Sometimes I hate what you say about them because that makes stuff, but I will get to it. It, it. Your picks are fine. I think you, I think your picks okay. are good. My first here, Curtis Rourke, Ohio stud at quarterback stud. He looks good in the uniform. Six, three, two I could take him at two Don't need it though. He throws for 3,200 yards, 25 touchdowns and only four picks. I like him. I like him. I'm not saying he needs to be uh, Wisconsin's quarterback next year. No, he doesn't. Curtis, no. continue balling in Ohio. You'll get your combine invite, or you'll get a senior ball, whatever, whatever. Go out, show out, keep, just keep protecting the ball, throwing bombs, and dotting up the Mac. Win the Mac. Do that. Yeah, I like the Curtis Rourke pick. And again, we talked about it. We faced his older brother, who was the smaller, more compact version. And it's crazy to watch Curtis play because he's just, he's like the bigger, bulkier version of him. And he is frightening. Like he is a guy who checks the box for a G5 quarterback that comes out there and just throws out like a crazy game, a crazy massive stat line. And you're like, who, who's this work kid in the stat stat sheet that had 400 yards in this game? I, I really like that. Like that selection, probably not going to be again. A lot of these G five guys probably not going to be a first round. Pick, I would not. I would not say so. Could have a could have a really good season here for Ohio, who returns with a, a lot of production as we did that that Mac preview. Uh, my first pick here for the G five, Sean. I really love Michael Pratt, and I spoke very very highly of him on our American preview. I think Tulane has. So much capability to do serious damage after they won the conference last year. And the opposite of Curtis Rourke here, he's got the tools to be like an early day two pick. Like he, if he has uh, takes that next step, good arm, live arm, moves pretty well, great athlete. I like what, what Michael Pratt brings to the field uh, for Tulane. And I, I think that, again, if he progresses like a lot of these guys, he could be a name that we pay attention to in, in NFL circles. I like this other pick that you have here, Sean. By the way, you you br- you wrote somebody else down, and then I watched you delete him, and then write down this guy. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, we're we're going with uh, we're going with Cordero here. So why did you why, why did you? Pick I'll, I'll explain why. 
Um, but first, I don't like how you said, unlike your pick, Sean, my guy's going early day. No, 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 That's not what I said. 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 My guy's getting drafted higher. Hey, look. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. That's how it came across to me. I liked your pick, Sean. That's good. But let me do you one better. I am just echoing stuff that I've heard. I am just echoing things that I have heard in from what the NFL – I haven't heard anything about Mike uh, uh, Curtis work from NFL circles. I've heard a lot of, uh, of stuff about Michael sure. Pratt. That's all I was. I hate I that you use the term NFL. Siobhan circle. Cordero. By what does way, Blake th- say about him? That that's your NFL circle. It's Give not Blake. No, no, no. It's Give not Blake. I have other. No, my NFL circles. You're have, such a hack. I have other decent sourcing. No, it's, don't act like I. Uh, I got more sourcing than you. I don't do, know about that. Hack. I don't know about that. I got okay. all right, Cordero. Why did you pick Cordero? Oh, I don't know because he's the son of Christ. He, he you know, his he, we we lost a fantastically talented quarterback this offseason. Adrian Martinez 2.0. And that's what we need. That's what the sport needs. Chevon Cordero is awesome. He gives me everything I want. From a G five quarterback, and uh, you can play. You can play P five. He's great. Six one one ninety. Last year, threw for thirty two hundred twenty three touchdowns, six picks. He commands the offense. He's a leader of men. He's stellar, and he reminds me of my Lord and Savior. I forgot that that was the stupid thing that you said when we Why is did... it stupid? Because Adrian Martinez oh, stinks. Oh, why is blasphemy? I don't even blasphemy. See, I don't even see – they're not even comparable. Like, that's the worst part about this. You're just bringing up Adrian Martinez to unearth my displeasure. That's not true. I like I like Cordero. Don't don't put him in, in Adrian Martinez in the oh same sentence. Oh, my gosh. Just, just don't, don't do that. By the way, he's listed at six one. He might be one of those dudes that's like five eleven and three quarters. But I love it, man. I love these little quarterbacks that can move. And why and, don't you love Adrian uh, Martinez? Because Adrian Martinez wasn't little. Adrian Martinez was was just shit. God. He was a fullback playing Where'd quarterback. That come from? Stop. The the more you try to force this, the more negative I'm going to be. I don't about know why Adrian you Martinez. have to do that. A guy that you, because uh, I, because I decide to, a guy that you hate that I love is Austin. Reed I don't from hate Western him. Kentucky. Stop well, saying I hate him. I don't hate Western him. Kentucky has produced some of the most productive quarterbacks the in fact. the country over the last yeah. couple of years. So now I, I know that there has been some shuffling around the the coaching staff there because I mean, who the hell wouldn't go and hire people out of this coaching staff? But Austin Reed made the decision to come back. He could have and would have transferred to a P5 school, decided that he wanted to give it one more go at Western Kentucky. And I think that with the buzz around him in the portal and that possibility of him to move up is not is a testament to his capability and his possible production for this upcoming year. I compare to the last draft class with Jake Hayner and Clayton Toon where they were selected early on day three. I think that Austin Reed has that in him. He's very steady. His traits are not, oh my God, this is a first round pick, but he's steady. He is consistent. If Bailey Zappi can go in the fourth round, I absolutely think that that Austin Reed could too. Okay. I'm going to clear it up again. I don't hate Austin Reed. The first time you you spoke about him, you were unrealistic about his 
potential. No, I said he would start at Florida. That was not unrealistic because he was that was where he was projected to go. That I, I'm not wasn't making that up. It was unrealistic. And then it makes me look like the bad guy when I say I think he's a good quarterback, not a world beater. You were the bad guy. I didn't describe him as a world beater. I said he is good enough to start in the SEC, and then you try to downplay that when in reality he was being recruited to play in the SEC. I don't know if he's good enough either. I don't don't know. I, I don't like his arm that much. I'm sorry that I was read up on him. You weren't you you just say things and then when they don't happen there's just nothing there's no consequence there's no consequences except i look like a jerk he went just because wait wait but in all seriousness like there was enough like articles and stuff about him to understand what his market was as a player he was one of the highest rated guys at one point i think he was considered to be the before hartman hopped in he was considered to be the number one transfer portal quarterback. I think during the show when we were previewing uh, him, Make you said sense. he would be a first round pick, and I that did not come out of my mouth. I'll and that's bullshit. Tape. Go back. I'm, and I'm trying to remember because you said something right now. You're not saying something that tape. would make me that upset. But I remember you said something so insane like that that made me look like it was I, the statement that he would start in the SEC. Oh that's God. what it would. I don't think you he off. would. Okay. Um, FCS quarterbacks. I got, I got, we got a fun list of these guys. I like some of the picks that you have here. Um, of course we have to have a South Dakota state player on here. I mean, Sean uh, Mark Gronowski. I, he's just been uh, a Mr. Consistent. Hey, you, you don't need me to throw for 400 yards and four touchdowns. Do you? No, we don't need you to do that. Just run the offense, make your throws, dazzle us a little bit with your fantastic athleticism and don't turn the ball over that much. Okay, I'm Mark Ronowski. I can do that for you, coach. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to win us a national championship because we have a well-built team and we have a quarterback that can that can that can work well and, and just is consistent. Go out there, convert a third and nine. Good. Go out there, make a good deep ball pass. You got you got weapons, way to use them. I'm not saying he's throwing them open and in super tight coverage, but I don't see him making a lot of wrong decisions. No quarterback's perfect mm. with their decision-making. But if I'm watching, I'm saying, I'm not ever saying, oh, he should have hit him. Oh, look at him. He was wide open. He should have gone there instead of checking down. I don't see that from him. I see him making the right decisions. Maybe they got a, 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 a nice one-two read style, but I don't think they have a one-two read style. I think it's, here's the play. Here's your first, second, third. Seconds cover, go to third. And he's able to progress and, and read a defense rather quickly. Obviously, Harder than the NFL, but college football, but still hard to, to read that defense when you got him uh, bearing down on you. I think Gronowski is super solid. He's just solid. And, and, and that's, and I'm not, you know, he's, he's a different quarterback than like Lindsey Scott, who lit it up and, and made everyone lose their minds because of how good he was. But Mark Gronowski is a winner. And I like that out of my quarterback. He's going to have another great year. Yeah, he won a national championship for a reason, and he's got a great supporting cast. So for his performance this upcoming season, it's it's almost expected that he is going to have a, a fantastic year. I do think there's some things that he needs to reel in a little bit. I think that he can be a little risky uh, in some of his decision-making. He's one of those guys who, when he does throw picks, it's like, oh, my God, dude, what were you thinking through there? But when he's calmed down, kind of like Bo Nix, if he's calmed down, he is, he is composed – Everything goes according to plan. Isaiah Davis is ripping off big runs. It is uh, just such a dangerous player to run that offense. 
My first pick is Theo Day from Northern Iowa, who has been hyped up in draft circles, uh, formerly at Michigan State. I think if he transferred up to the P5, he would start uh, on a lot of different rosters. Big, big, strong kid. He is another one of those players who is very erratic when things aren't going well, but man, he can rip that thing. He can move. He is a big, big body. I love the arm talent that Theo Day brings to the position. And again, I think that he's one of those guys who, if he develops and it comes together, he could take that next step. But there still is a little bit of a gap between that and where he's at right now before he can get there. Who is the other pick that you have? Uh, I have maybe... I maybe the quarterback I'm most excited for next year because he's a quarterback that he his demeanor I could be he has got a demeanor of like an Oklahoma quarterback just just swagger uh, built right he's like Kenny almost like a Kenny the Snake Stabler type type attitude from what I see from him it's great Matthew Saluka Holy Cross weigh in on Matthew Saluka he is a gamer. He is a, a a guy in the fourth quarter when you need to will a win. He's gonna he's gonna, he's just gonna try to will your he's just gonna try to will it on his own back. He can run really well, big and strong, uh, and he throws it fine. Throws it fine. Hopefully, he gets better throwing accuracy gets a little bit better. But there's not enough for me to complain about with his throwing. And I will complain about a quarterback and, and what they're doing and their decisions. I like the way he throws it. I like the way he runs it. And I just I love his demeanor on the field. He is exciting. And he's just he's just kind of badass. I, I think Matthew Sluka is somebody that that it's like why are you? Holy Cross fans should be uh, very excited and feel very grateful that they have just the, an alpha as their as their leader. Yeah, he's another one of those guys that could have probably hopped in the portal and found himself a new job, but he sticks it out. He sticks around at Holy Cross and. Um, Fantastic athlete. He he got him as far as they did. He's a big reason for their success. My last pick, who I think really showed an exciting uh, glimpse at what he's capable of and won the Jerry Rice Award this past year, Giovanni McCoy from Idaho. I, I, I haven't can't even remember the last time that Idaho had a quarterback as exciting as McCoy who just can do everything for this offense. Not a big, massive kid, but fantastic athlete. He can make plays all over the field. There are some decent receivers in that offense, too, where I think that Idaho is going to be a, a very dangerous team in their conference. So, Giovanni McCoy, I'm, I'm expecting. Trying to go outside like the normal grouping of guys that we pick, but I think McCoy is just really, really ready and primed for a massive season. That's going to be it from us at Joe DeLeon at Sanderson Radio. We'll be back with more. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.